Welcome back to Enter the Metaverse. Uh, our next guest on our podcast is Carol Starr, an experienced astrologer for over 30 years. She's been a TV, radio, and entertainer in her spare time. Uh, Carol, <laughs> Carol's goal is to help people with their issues and get unstuck with her astrology readings and empathic abilities. So thank you so much, Carol, for be taking the time to be on our podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited and curious about your story and about your astrology, about everything about astrology. My astrology adventure, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I know, it's okay. I'll fill in the words for you. I'm Perfect. a good talker. Yes, yeah, so you'll, you'll have trouble shutting me up today. You'll say, stop, stop, you talked enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, no, you know, I'm an astrologer and my empathic, and also I'm a psychic too, but okay. I'm a psychic in a different way. I don't give names, dates, and places, but by hearing, I am, I'm on the psychic hotline where I am and I have to be able to tell people about themselves by hearing their voice. So the voice gives away to me, since I don't get to see them, everything I need to know about them. And it's been pretty good with that. It's worked, but I can tell what's going on in people's lives and what's going to happen to them by the way they talk, by the way they discuss their problems, the way they talk to me, how they approach me. I know, I just know a lot about that. Plus astrology and of course the feeling, you know, I walk into a room and I can pick up the emotions of everybody in there. And it's pretty, sometimes they think, oh my God, I got to get out of here. No, I'm kidding. No. So you're highly empathic and I, and like what, like all the Claire set, like the Claire type of senses, I would say, yeah, which one, well, which one? Yeah. You know what? I don't have like a, some, you know, the clairvoyance and all that. I, I am not part of that group. It's about, I just get feelings and it comes out. I have no idea where it comes from, but I just feel stuff. And I can tell by like, you know, where you live, I can tell you all about you. Uh oh, beware. You might start coming out about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I see that you're very neat. So I have a feeling what sign you are. No, I'm, I'm going to tease <laughs> with you. I have, I do have sort of a, a weird sense of humor. I hope you don't mind. You That's know, good. I just kind of like say it like it is sometimes. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think that I, since I'm going to, I'm going to take the question right out of your mouth and people always start this question. So I'll start it for you how and why I became an astrologer. Okay. That sound like a good thing? Absolutely. Let's go with yeah. that. Okay. All right. Well, um, my kids were just in school and I decided I had to do something with my life. So I decided to become a paralegal. God knows where I came up with that, you know? So my husband at that time said, um, I don't think you're going to make it through your first class. And I got to prove him wrong. Actually, I left at the break. I left my books and everything. I thought, this is not for me. So a friend of mine said, have you ever had your chart done? I said, what's a chart? Astrology. I said, well, what's all that about? I, she said, well, maybe you'd like to have it done. So I went to the expert at the time and I fell in love. And I, she gave classes and I said, I'm coming to your classes. I think I'm going to become an astrologer. Okay. And she thought I would be the only one who would do it in the class because of how I felt about it and the realization of the seriousness of it. And yet it is about, I take a whole different approach, which I'll talk to you about in a little bit. Okay. So I decided I wanted to become well-known in Phoenix, Arizona. I hired my best friend free of charge to be my PR person. We called up radio stations, newspapers. 
I got on a radio station once a month. I got a newspaper column and then I was off and running. I was in, featured in the major one. And I also wrote for the Phoenix Magazine, syndicated column, had my own radio show, my own TV show. So I really did a lot with it. And um, I did that. The thing is, as you know, that fame is short-lived. You know, you get your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And you have to keep propagating. So what happened is not that I disappeared, but the radio station changed their format or the TV station went under or things happen. And so I had to keep, it was hard to keep going. And so I had like seven years and I felt that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then my life changed and I've had several businesses, but always astrology. And I didn't know I was empathic until I looked back and I think I was about 12 or 13 and I was at a friend's house and I noticed how her mother treated her. Now, usually kids wouldn't notice this. I went home and told my mom that Alice's mother doesn't seem to really care about her and is not interested in what she does. Now, who would notice that? And since then, I notice stuff all the time and I see things that aren't right. I mean, I see people talking or together and I thought something's wrong there or something doesn't feel right or um, people claim to be happy and I know they're unhappy. It just, you, and most of it comes, honestly, if you look at people and you listen to them talk and you watch their body language, you can figure people out very easily and people are not paying attention. Mostly it's people don't pay attention. They don't yeah. want to get involved. They don't want to get involved in how you think or what you are. And I always say people know more about me than I, I mean, I know more about people than they know about me because I'm always asking interested. And most people, they're busy talking about the weather, their card games or where they're going or a business thing. They don't want, they don't get into introspection at all. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your, your, your story there. I, I wrote some notes here uh, about like uh, the body language and stuff like that. Um I just wanted to ask you a question before we get into that. Sure. Uh, like, so you, you, you done over 10,000 chart readings of astrology. Probably plus. pretty much that if consider. Yes, I will say yes. That that's impressive. I have to say, yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you what house system do you do? Or do you do multiple house systems? Do you, do you look into? I do a whole house, whole, whole sign, whole house. And I um, do tropical. Tropical astrology, whole house system. Okay. Yeah, I've been so, using the, the same source for the entire time. I like equal, it's kind of equal house, even though it's, that's another type. I like the whole house. All the houses are equal, but there's no interception of houses. I don't like that. You're, I, it's, I have it, I keep it as simple as I can. Life is complicated enough. Yes. And, <laughs> and the charts, I mean, when astrologers go off and say that the moon and the sun and the planets, I thought, I'm exhausted. Let's just tell people like it is. Okay. Yeah. And I read, you know, if you go online, like if you're to look up your zodiac sign, or let's say, you'll find 560 million different descriptions about your sun sign. And they'll all be similar, but they're all going to be different. And I just think that we place way too much importance on your zodiac sign. And the reason is because it changes on a regular basis. Everybody knows it, but nobody, not everybody knows their moon and planets and so on. And rising. Now, now, why is it important to know your rising and moon sign? And why is, which ones do you think is more accurate or does it vary on the day? Does it vary no, on the person? No, 
No, you've got, it's really simple. Your sun sign is your basic personality, inner drives, the core of your personality. Your moon sign is your emotional personality, how you respond in emotional situations, who you're attracted to, and your food preferences. Rising sign is the way people see you. And they also, I'm a believer that you see people the way they feel about themselves. So if you feel good about yourself, you know, you go out, you think you look great, your clothes, whatever, people seem to respond. So it's your personality, your whole demeanor, your hair, your clothes, everything about you is your rising sign. And when it's the same as your sun sign, there are some, that means you kind of, you kind of show who you are. And the moon sign can change. Okay, I'm going to simplify it. When I do a chart, I don't pick out any one thing. I take everything together. And as I do a chart, I'll say, you know, you are a Capricorn, but your moon sign's in Libra. So you're a lot more outgoing and you're a lot more flexible. And, or I'll say, you've got Capricorn with a Taurus moon. You've got both earth signs. You're pretty much emotionally who you are. See, so then the planets like Venus, Mars, and Mercury, they also tell a different story. And with the rest of the planets, like, let's just say Uranus, Neptune, they don't change signs. See, all the planets keep moving around and around. The sun takes 31 days or 30. The moon takes two and a half days. Pluto takes up to 25 years to go from one sign to the next. So all the planets influence you differently. And I use mostly Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn stays in a sign for three years and Jupiter for a year. So that gives you a really good indication how the next few years are going to be. Where Neptune takes up to 14 years and Uranus 10. That's too many people and too much stuff. So I'm yeah. really, I really narrow it down. And if you have a specific, like let's say you have a meeting on February 4th, 2023. I'll look up that day on your chart. And I'll see where all the, the quick planets like Venus, Mars, and Mercury, I'll see where they are. I'll see where I can, I can tell you if it's a good day for you to have surgery, a good day for you to sign a bill. I can do that. But that's not what I included in general astrology reading. I can't. There's too much to cover. Yeah, because when you're doing general, you're doing it for the broad, like a big group of people. And you can't be too specific when it comes to that, like a group like that. Correct. Well, I don't often do large groups. I mean, when I was entertaining more, you know, I would get people sun signed and I would, okay, like, here's something you'll love this. This is fun. I tell people I can change their signs because the sign, there is no cusp. You're one sign or another. But every five or 10 years, if you're born at the last day or the first day that moves, I can have the signs move. For example, a good example is um, November 22nd. It can be either a Scorpio or a Sagittarius. So I had a really good friend who thought he was a Sagittarius. And I did this chart and I told him he was a Scorpio. So I said, one change. Okay. Suddenly all the women are all around him. He's wearing his shirts open down to his waist with chains and he's shoveling off the women before he was a quiet, conservative Sagittarius, you know? So it, you know, I have to look that up. Like if you're, I, I don't want to use the word cusp because, and people always say I'm born on the cusp. So I have traits from both signs. The reality is that you have traits from every 12, all the 12 signs. We're all a little bit of everything. 
Everybody's yeah. a little indecisive. Everybody gets mad. Everybody wants to be first. We all have it. I agree with, I agree that we have everything in our, in our chart. Uh, I have actually have my whole house sign chart in front of me right now. And you actually, if you remember, if you recall, you said two of my signs already in the, the exact phrase of what you said. If you can so remember what you, I yeah, think you're, well, I feel like you're an earth sign. I have a lot of earth in my chart. Yes. So yeah. can you guess my sun sign first? <sighs> or if, wait, the, whatever order you want to go in. Okay. No, no. One of the earth signs, because I feel like you are just because the way you talk, but I, I can be wrong. Okay. I've been wrong. I just said you're either a Taurus or a Virgo. I'm actually, okay. Taurus is one of my top three, but it's okay. not my sun sign. Is it your rising sign? Yes, it's my rising okay, sign. Okay, so I saw, I'm seeing your rising sign. Yeah. yeah. So my sun sign, you said it earlier, but it's not either one of the ones that you just said. It's not Capricorn either, so. Oh, actually, no, it is It is Capricorn. Okay, so it's, it's one of the earth signs. That's why I said it is yeah. one. Okay, so I think, I feel like you have a lot of earth. I felt, the only thing is, I didn't know which one you were, okay. Okay. But um, I knew that I felt that you had a lot of earth signs in your chart. It's the way you talk, the way you present yourself, the way you are. And, um, and let me tell you, I've been wrong before, but I felt that with your personality. So you're a yeah. Capricorn with the Taurus rising. And what is your moon sign? Uh, I'll give you an easy hint. It's an air sign. And you said it already. Okay. It's an air sign. Let me see. Did I mention... Gemini or Aquarius or Lee? I'm a Libra. So Libra, yeah. Libra. Is that yours? Yes. Okay, so I'm a Libra. So Libra Moon? Uh, no, Libra Sun and Virgo Moon, Virgo Rising. Oh, Virgo, that's a lot of Earth too. Yeah, well, just that's but that's it. I have tons of Libra. Libra, I have Venus and Mercury, my north node, my sun sign, and I think I Aquarius. So I got Mars and Aquarius. So I am very Libra, and I I still think that I'm a Leo rising. I think my mother, if I had been born three minutes before, I would be Leo. And I think when I was born, they probably didn't pay exact time. It could have taken a few minutes to write the time down. So it's possible. So you're a Capricorn, Libra, Taurus. So the Libra, yeah. Taurus is good because they're both ruled by Venus. Yes. So that gives you kind of a mellow nature. But your Capricorn makes you really exact. And when things aren't organized or right, you get crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Um, I was married to a Capricorn once. I, I'm, I'm, I, I you know, how like the, 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 what's it called? The, is it the stigma or the, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but the belief that Capricorns are workaholics, is it's not 100% true with me. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not... I don't think that oh, the reputation we have are not necessarily true. I mean, okay, but a Capricorn, I don't know. I think every sign can be a workaholic I, I, about that. But I do know you like to be, you like to plan, you like to have things organized, and you're careful about stuff. It doesn't mean you're a workaholic. And I go through periods where I'm a workaholic and I'm a Libra, you know, and I, I think we rise to whatever we need to everybody you know like i'm i've got my new website i'll tell you how i i got i got fired but <laughs> i'll explain okay. that um i am really busy i mean i people are finding me and where they find me 
99% of the time is on TikTok. Have you checked me out on TikTok? I looked, I just took a gla- glance at it. I didn't, I don't really go on TikTok at all, mm-hmm. but I think I followed your account or at least looked at it. So yeah, um, I get most of my, and I, it's all Asians. This is not, a, TikTok is not for the youth anymore. I'm going to tell you, the people calling me from there are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. And yet most of my people in doing charts and astrology are in almost the, um, what is it, the Generation X to the early millennials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you're probably in the millennials. I don't exactly know which one I am. I it, Well, I was, my year is 91, so. Okay, you're a millennial. Okay, I didn't think you were 23 or 24. Yeah, I figured you're probably late 20s, early 30s. At, I, mean, yeah, well, I think I'm Gen Y. There's like the different gens. Is it? I thought, well, the millennials right now are actually, I, you know what? I got to check it again. It changes sometimes, but it's really early. It's 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 30s pretty much. Yeah. So, um, and the astrology, I'm going to say up until, I'll say 10 years ago, maybe less, maybe five. It's hard to say. But when I would be reading, they would be people over 40. And now most of them, other than I've got the stash of some older ones, are under 26, 27. And on TikTok, when I make comments or when I do a live video every week, and I want to mention that. So, um, and I find that the people on there, they know more, not more than I do, but they know the basis of astrology. They know their sun, moon, rising sign. They know what the planets mean. They know a lot. They don't know how to interpret their chart, but a lot of them go online and buy these uh, for $20. They'll buy their own chart. And it is either they're going to be elated or depressed from it because it's so general and it's so not real. And I'm really, I always say, please go to an astrologer. It doesn't have to be me, but it should be. No, I don't. <laughs> um, no, I do it really humanistic. You know, I, I want to know what their problems are. What is it that you want to know? Is it relationship? I don't want to just read you your chart. You can go, you can do that by yourself. So, because I interpret the entire chart, not the fact that you are, you know, your Libra moon. I like the Libra moon. That is, it makes you more open, more fun. And Taurus is good. Capricorns are, have good sense of humor, good looking guys, always handsome guys. How about that? <laughs> That's Smile a good, for me. compliment. I take a picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I have a lot of planets in my Capricorn. And uh, since like, Aries, or, or not Aries, uh, since Taurus is my first sign that makes Capricorn my ninth my ninth house um now i'm not going to get too much into my chart i'd like to know what is your mercury and venus in what sign mercury if i can remember what the logo looks like um (laughs) it looks kind of like a venus right no mercury is uh venus with a little curl on top yeah it's in sagittarius when i was born and And what was the other question venus oh venus is in is um in Scorpio next to Pluto. Yeah. And then also what is Mars? Uh Mars is right next to Mercury. Is it also in uh Sagittarius? Yeah. Okay, so you let Mars in 
and Mercury in Sagittarius. And so this kind of slows your Capricorn down. This tells me, okay, you have, you're a little more of a free spirit, a little free thinker. You are, you're not going to like devote your life to work and you're going to have fun along the way and that you express yourself. You don't necessarily express yourself like a Capricorn, but more about, and I think you need a lot of freedom. I think you like, I'm not saying you're a loner, but you're okay alone. Yeah, and you like your time, but then you're also very social. You can be. I think you're both. Depends on your mood. Yeah. Yeah. And Venus is that, I, I, Venus, you know, usually tells me you have a lot of friends, a lot of casual friends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like loyal friends, I would say, yeah. Yeah. And you really like your friends. Yeah. Most of the time. Most people, I think, would like their friends. <laughs> yeah, not, you, know what? No, that's, you know what? That's not necessarily true. We have a lot of friends that consider they're part of a group, they're friends. So you say they're friends and you really wouldn't want them for close friends. They're kind of acquaintancy type friends. I have a lot yeah. of those. And people, and you can, friendships can end on a dime. You that's know, true, they were yeah. very fragile. I had a, a really a good friend who was my computer guru. She got nasty because I woke her up and got so mean. And I said, I don't need this anymore. I said, we're done. Goodbye. Because yeah. I won't put up with that. Yeah, I um, don't put up with attitudes either. Yeah, that. Attitude, like I, I, learned, I learned to set boundaries. Yeah, unfortunately, I can be a real pushover and I have been. And she has pushed my buttons too long. And then suddenly I reached the point, aha, the point of no return. And I don't care what happens. I'm gone. That's the Virgo in me. Virgos are really funny about their friends. Yeah. Libras, Libras can take a lot of stuff, but not the, not the Virgos, you know? So um, I, can I, I'd like to talk, I'd like to share a little bit about why you should have your chart done. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you go, yeah. please share. Why yeah. you should have a reading. And today people are, Honestly, we live in a very troubled world. You do agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have a lot of threats. We have a lot of inflation. We have a lot of uncertainty. And of course, we live with different governments. You're in, you are in British Columbia. So you're in Canada. In Canada yeah. So you have a different government. And, um, but we live, there's still a lot of trial going on. And I think more so in the last few years than we've ever had before. So I find people are, are writing to me, I feel stuck and my relationships. I'm worried, and these are young people. They're worried about relationships. They're worried about work. They're worried about their lives. And they, but the big word is I am stuck. So what I try to do when I do a chart, there's always positive and good things. And I do not believe in telling people anything so definite that this is this or this is that because life is changeable and we are. Yeah. And People have written to me and said, I we had a chart and it was so awful. I felt in despair. I thought, oh my God, who in the world would do that? So I go through the chart and I find out what is this person need to get unstuck? And what can I do to help them and make them feel better? And I just, I do a lot of giving suggestions. Are you familiar with tapping? Tapping? Uh, tapping. No, I'm not actually. Okay. It is, you have eight. Uh, you can see me right now, eight points, whatever. And it's a positive thing. You can do it in about three minutes. And you do things like, 
I am, um, my business is doing well. I'm very happy. I'm, and we go through all this. And by the time you're through, you relieve, you release your stress and you feel better about things. I know it's crazy. So I would recommend people go online and look up. It's either EFT tapping. Yep. Well, I think I might've heard of that before, but okay. I didn't look into it. Okay. EFT tapping. Okay. Yeah. Then I do, I recommend that they meditate for five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And it's a chart shows that they really have, some of the charts really show that they need to find a quiet place in their lives that they can get away from their stress. So I suggest meditation. I said, keep it simple. Five minutes, breathe in five, exhale seven. Don't look up all these fancy ways to meditate. But you, and if you can increase the time, good. But if you're a restless person, set your timer for five minutes. And if thoughts come through your mind, just let them come through. Don't try to stop them. Yeah, I, I have a lot of friends who who don't even attempt meditation because they think it's too hard. They don't know how to do it. And I'm like, that's the that's how you begin. You start off not knowing how to do it, learning, just basically observing, not trying to not trying to force anything, like force yeah. yourself to not do things. But, but you, just, you need to regulate your breathing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. OK. And then my final thing is, which I think is the miracle working of life. I give them a perfect, a personal manifest. I'm really big on manifesting. I don't think it's miracle working, but let me tell you what it does. When you have a good manifest that you write every day and you think to yourself, you get rid of all the negative and all the clutter out of your mind. And I find that I has changed my life over the last few months in a lot of ways because I do manifest every morning and I write it down what it is for the day. And it's starting to happen. And I, it happens because I don't let anything negative get in my mind, particularly in my work. You know, and and so that that really, I find it really, really helpful. And for example, I worked for a company, and I'll tell the name of it too. It's called thrills.uk.co. It's in the UK, mm-hmm. and it's a celebrity messaging service. So they have all these celebrities that do 30 second one minute messages so they mm-hmm. decided last year to set up a spiritual thing so they all they have like 30 of us on there and yeah. i do i did 20 minute and 30 minute and sometimes hour videos and i was the only one that was doing anything because I, I could tell that nobody was getting any business and they told me i was i broke their system down there was they couldn't handle it yeah so I said, okay, well, I, so they put on my site, not available, we'll be back. And that was, I was never coming back. I had to fight to get them to take it off. So then I moved on and set my own website up again, and I'm doing great. I have a little more work to do. I got to keep track of all kinds of stuff and everything, but I love it. I can talk to my clients. I can write them afterwards. I have freedom to, to ask them questions and stuff, which I didn't have before. So that is something that when I started manifesting and this happened, it just kind of, I'm, I'm just grateful it happened because I just feel like I'm doing so much better and I'm on my own. I don't have to talk. I'm only responsible for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I like the practice of manifestation. I have a gratitude book as well in front of me that I fill out daily. I was trying to get this in the blue, but it comes up. Yeah, no, I, I do that along <laughs> with, I do that with my manifesting. I'm, I, I'm grateful. And here's the best thing about this, Sean, is that 
when you fill your mind with positive thing, you just don't have room for negativity. Yeah, it creeps in once. We all have it. Okay, the negativity mm-hmm. is going to be there. But it is like you're planning like someone is having a relationship problem. I'll give them a manifest and say, you always start with, I'm a good and kind person, or I'm a good and wonderful. You always praise yourself first and then say, um, I'm having the perfect relationship or whatever is best in my life is happening. Whatever you feel comfortable with. And you keep doing it and you believe it and it's part of you. And it attracts, that's what you attract. Yeah, I like to practice my vocabulary when something bad happens. I like to not not like, you know, amplify that negativity. I like to kind of like foreshadow something better to happen. For example, like if I hurt myself, I'd be like, or, or like, or if something bad happened, like I lose like a game or something, I'm like, we'll get it next time. Instead of saying, oh, uh, dang, we lost, right? Saying yeah. something like that. You create, but also I believe that when something happens in your life that is difficult, I believe in wallowing. And I think you should set yourself a, a timer, 10 minutes, a half hour, and allow yourself to wallow. Okay, this is awful. I hate this. I hate that this happened to me. What am I going to Just get it all out. And then say, I'm done now. It's okay, because otherwise, those thoughts will creep back in. And we all have unpleasant, difficult things happen in our lives. And listen, on my psychic hotline, people call up, say, what's going on in my life? And I'm thinking, who, how the hell do I know? No, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I ask them a question or two, and we talk. Sometimes they have to want to get off in two or three minutes, and I can't, obviously can't do much for them then. And I have lots of thank yous and lots of good reviews because I'm just listening. I'm listening to people. They are telling me, now I got to laugh. Sometimes I get somebody difficult, you know, but mostly I have really nice people who are very appreciative and really happy to talk to me. But I'll have one once in a while I'll call up and start screaming and yelling and carrying on and, and telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'll say, you have the, you certainly can hang up anytime you wish. Oh, no, no, I want to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> I think, okay, give me a chance to talk and then we'll go on, you know, and they're very reasonable then. It's the ability it, to talk. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I want to water. go ahead. You can talk. Ask you a question. Do you do any human design type of readings or are you into uh, versed in that type of area? Like what, what design, like, what do you mean? There's a different branch. I don't know if it's a part of astrology. I think it, it's like a different, it, they talk about gates in the body and human design. Maybe you might not know about human yeah, design. I don't. I haven't. Okay. But I, okay. I, could, I don't even know very much about it, to be honest with you. How is, how is it done? What, is it done through a birth chart? I I believe, yeah, it's your birth. I don't know if name matters, but I, it do, I think it does have to do with your birth. Not, it doesn't have to do with exactly any sign system, but I don't know. Is it too numerology? Much numerology names? I think numerology has something to do with it, but it does have to do with your day of birth as well. Yeah, uh, I have, it's different uh, though. Yeah, but I think that in a way that when I do a chart, I am designing a life. I feel like I, that's a word I haven't used, but people, I'm giving them a design mm-hmm. for what I feel that they need to do, how they need to look at things and how they can better themselves in their lives, you know? And I mean, I've told people before, I said, you've got to get off that 
I mean, some gal on the phone, I said, you've got to get off that negativity, what this person is doing to you. You've got to get them out of your life. Yeah. And, and then sometimes they'll have horrible relationships. They want at the end, they say they're horrible. They hate it. I mean, the, you can't imagine. And they say, do you want him back? And they say, oh yes. And I think, oh God, but I have to, I support them. I don't ever judge. I support what they want and, and tell them what to expect. And I thought, this is how you have to change this, make this happen, create. And I, I've never used that word design, but I think I'm going to use it from now on <laughs> because I think that, that is what I feel like I do. Yeah. Uh, a human, yeah. Human design, look into it, make a note of it later, but yeah. yeah I would... I'm going to write that down because I, I, if it's something different, I'm always willing to learn something new. It's a lot to learn though. Just letting you know, it's like a whole oh, I know. new know. <laughs> But sometimes you can look at something and pick out what you need to know. Now, I wanted to ask you about Mercury retrograde and how, why, why does this affect humans and our, our daily lives? And, and is all Mercury retrogrades bad or is there like a bad point during that time? And then there are better points during that time. Okay. It happens four times a year. I think three, four, wait a minute. One, two... Oh my God, I think it happens three times a year. Okay, I was okay. just trying to think. And what it is, is that Mercury appears to be going backwards and it does go back into a different sign and everything, but planets are not really going backwards, but it has this appearance about it. And the ones who are most affected by this are Virgos and Geminis because our ruling planet is Mercury. So as I told you, I've got a, a Virgo moon and Virgo rising. So I know even though these things happen to us all year long, my printer went out, my computer, I had problems getting videos to people. I've had, I've had some trouble with that. I've had difficulty with people not calling back, not following through. It's like, it's like every day is something. So it's, it's always with communication. It's not that um, you're going to have something horrible happen to you. It's going to be, you're not going to get the package you want. You're not going to get the, the email you're waiting for. The check is going to come in the mail and it's going to be the wrong amount. Okay, it's, it's, it's all about communications. So that isn't, so nothing terrible is going to happen. You kind of have to wait it out. And I know we only have another week left, a little less. And there's always a few days before the shadow and the shadow afterwards for a few days. Yeah, they say usually it's like around three days before, three days after yeah. the end and the beginning. Yeah. Um, and and the also right now too, though, is that Saturn and Jupiter, excuse me, are both retrograde. So, excuse me, the Saturn is about limitations. So when I do a reading, I see where the transit is and what house it's in for you. Like your rising sign again is Taurus. Yep. Okay. So you have um, Aries is right before. So you have Jupiter and Aries. So you're having luck with um, things happen to your intuition, trust your intuition, stuff is going to fall into place, whether you can get a large company to ask you to do something, this is a really good time. And then you have Saturn, which is an Aquarius, and that is in your ninth, your tenth Actually, house. Well, for me, Sat Jupiter is in tenth Aquarius. Jupiter is yeah. in Aquarius. Yeah, so... And that's how, this is about your, the way people see you. This is about your life. And this is about you taking, not to make any quick decisions in business or quick decisions 
and making any changes right now. Be careful and think about what you need to do to achieve some of your goals that you want to in business. This is a great time for planning and things will start to change in November. Oh, wait, I got it mixed up. <laughs> I was like, Ju- my Jupiter's in Virgo and my Saturn. No, no, that's okay. I'm talking about Jupiter's <laughs> transiting. It has nothing to do oh, with okay. your chart. It's oh, okay. transiting, it's transferring, transiting in your in your 12th house and um, Saturn is transiting in your 10th house. And so that's the current over. transits. Like, yes, and they're, they're retrograde. So we got lots of retrogrades right now. And um I think these retrogrades too cause some storms and stuff out there. I don't do much on astrology with nature because that's a whole other thing. And I don't believe, I, I whenever there's transits with Uranus and Neptune, I don't spend a lot of time because they stay there for 10 years. So sometimes they'll hit your planet or have an aspect to it. But again, when I do a 20 minute reading, I can't include all this, you know. So, yeah, because there's a lot of information to... Yeah, to and it's also, over. I think that people really, I'm going to be honest, they don't want to know all that stuff. Most people, they'll sometimes tell me what planets are where, I, like, I, like I don't know. And I think they just want to know what's going on and, and save all the rhetoric. Now, what's your favorite part of astrology that you like doing? Uh, readings or... Yes, I do. I, I love to do my videos, even though I don't have anybody to respond. And the worst part is, <laughs> is that I do, when I do 20 minute or 30 minute video, I like to research. Okay. I want to be sure since your chart is so unique that I remember, well, let's just say Venus is in Scorpio in the fourth house. And I know what that means. Basically, I can tell you, but I want to look it up and see if I missed anything. I have a couple of places. I look, I like cafe astrology. I like that everything is pretty clear on there. And I look up, sometimes I look up Jessica Davidson and I have another one. I can't think of the name of it. I look up, I have three that I like. The other ones go, they're way out. And I just, I will not tell people that uh, they have been molested when they were kids. I mean, I mean, that's how how they are sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just real cautious. And if they want to tell me, but of course, I don't, they don't get a chance to hear from them. They might, unless ahead of time, I say, please let me know what your concern. And some of them are really good about sending me a full page of information about themselves, what they've done, and they really want to know what's ahead for them. And I can learn by what's happened and where they need to go. I, it's all very instinctive with me. So I, I really do. I could put the chart away and do a chart. I recently discovered this on astro.com. There's there's astrology based on uh, birthplace and travel. Oh, that's that, yeah, that's it's called cart astrology. I know there's a name for it. I looked it up and I thought that's a whole other world to get into. And I decided that I know what it is. I understand it, but I don't want to get involved with that. I've I, for doing readings for people. I have to keep this very basic for them. Mm-hmm. If they ask me, okay, they might. Someone might say, I want to know. If I should, if this is a time that I should think about getting married or whatever, now look on the chart and see what the aspects are, see what their relationship is, and what they'll tell me. People tell me everything I need to know. And when I have to do a reading on the telephone where I just have a voice or when I have nothing, 
I have to really know what I'm feeling. I really dig into my own feeling. And I know what the people are like by the way they ask me a question. I just, I mean, I just know. I can't tell you. It's just there. I can yeah, tell I, you. I, I guess like the way they structure it, the tone of their voice, it, the to- just the tone I itself. Even, I don't even get to hear their voice. Oh, you don't get to hear their voice. Not, it's the way they, it's on text. Only on, only on a phone call, but not on a reading. Oh, okay. We don't have any, we don't have any. Now I do do, I do phone astrology readings. I do some, I have a couple that I offer and it helps me a lot. Okay. Getting to hear a voice is, it just makes it flow a lot better. So, but I can do any kind. When you do a reading, do they just inquire about it and then you get back to them or do you like get back to them and then you do like a like a overview with like uh with like well a, uh... they'll often if they're interested you know i always tell them if you have any questions feel free to text me i do i leave that open and most of the time really it's nice thank you so much you were so right on you talked you told me exactly what i wanted to know i'm so happy thank you thank you thank you and some people don't do anything even though they like the chart they they're not going to say anything about it you know yeah if I get 20%, I figured out 20% good referrals or good comments. I think that's a lot. Yeah, Even sometimes I don't know if it's what if it's some sign in me that doesn't reply to like those, you know how like they ask for reviews all the time. Like yeah. it depends on what it is. Like if it's somebody personal, like it is a know, review. Yeah, but like if it's like if it's like certain things like like an app or something like that, I'm not gonna review it all the time. So but yeah. So people just don't do it. And I, um, and I don't take that personally because I think um, they'll often send me other clients. Um, I mean, when I had on, on my other site, when a lot of people, I checked through all the reviews of all the hundreds of people that are on there. Most of them have five to 10 reviews. There's a few that have 300, you know, that, that are musicians. And uh, for the spiritual readers, most of them had none. And I had 42 five stars. So I felt, like I said, I felt like that's pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. So at least you're in the, you're above four stars is always good. So perfect yeah. five out of five. I, yes. There's nobody that gave, I didn't hear any criticisms. Nobody wrote me back and said, I don't feel like it was worth the money. I literally had, had no criticism. That's good. And, um, I had problems. I take care of people like, uh, video i have a really good customer and she ordered for um somebody's birthday and i got it to her two days before the birthday it didn't go through and she didn't get back to me until today so i sent i figured out we the i mean i sent it back and i said i said i want to give you a free 10 minute reading i don't care what you say you got the next reading you order is complimentary because i put her through her friend didn't get her birthday gift i felt i wasn't fair now, Libra, that's one thing about Libras. We have to be fair all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it isn't fair, I was a little kid's crying. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. That was, that was me screaming out there. Yeah. Now, I have, since I have Libra in my moon, I just wanted to ask you, I, was, I get different interpretations of what the degrees mean. Now, they say that the degree, it, 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 like what it means spiritually is the, the, the time or the age of when it kind of got activated or like when it's like the most. I just, I have a book on degrees and it's really with the sun signs and I will look them up. They're pretty harsh. They're pretty tough. Okay. And I just feel like, I don't think I want to go into that with people. 
I don't feel it's a big, I do love my degree book though. And I will look people up all the time. It gives me more insight into their personalities. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like my degree, Libra degree says, there's more to me than what you see. I like that one. So I copied that one and put it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, you know, Libra is probably the only sign in the Zodiac that people don't say anything bad about. Think really? About <laughs> I didn't well, think about that. Okay. And they'll say, oh, Capricorns, ah, you know, or Aquarius, is, oh, they're so crazy. Or Pisces, they're, oh, they're so annoying. Or Geminis, you can't stop them. And I'll say, but when it comes to Libra, oh, they're so nice. He's <laughs> <laughs> like we? balanced. So, yeah. So, yes, well, I, the jury's out on that one for me. <laughs> yeah, I actually know a Libra's son, and she was one of the nicest people I've ever met. And when she's mad at you, she just ignores you and never doesn't say anything bad. She's like, I'm going to go away now. I, exactly, <laughs> I do that. If somebody hurts my feelings, I can't talk. Yeah, I don't get that. You know, I, 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 if I'm confronted, I cry. I mean, you know, I don't get mad. I mean, for me to get mad at this gal, I had been putting up with a lot of stuff from her. And mm -hmm. I finally decided I, I don't need to walk on eggshells anymore. You know, so I got somebody new to take care of. I've got somebody who's going to do even better. So that's going to be I, great. I also wondered, do you do any like other type of type of spiritual work? Like, do you do any tarot? I have a lot of tarot back here. I don't yeah. really, I'm not really into it, but I, I mean, don't I'm like, I don't. Tarot, but I do, um, like I do psychic readings. So that's, I do on the phone. So that's totally different. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I do, sometimes people ask for empathic readings and I do, I just how I feel. And then astrology is from the book, so to speak, though I use a lot of empathic feelings. So I do really do three different types in a way. Okay. Uh, do you have any people you looked up to when you started astrology? Because I don't know what, like, what the people you might've looked up to back then when you started. Yeah, I had my teacher. She's not with us anymore. And Mary was so popular in Phoenix that she was booked three months out. Wow. Everybody wanted, she was like everybody's mother, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she just had a way about her that I don't know. And she was just really good. So I really, obviously she was my most, who I most admired. And I'm afraid a lot of the astrologers, if you go on TikTok, there are some really good astrologers. I'm not knocking them, but a lot of them are not really astrologers. They dance and sing and say funny things about the signs and they do very well. Hey, I wouldn't knock it. I just talk. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just talk. And they're, they're I, more of like, uh, I, I, uh, they try to like add a little spice into it, but they don't really go into detail. They don't say anything. They'll say, oh, Scorpio. Oh, oh, and they get all dance. They start dancing. Yeah, they're they're more of an entertainer, but not talking about astrology topics. But they're not really astrologers. No, that's that's the top. They have the, it's their uh, how can you say it's their handle, it's their label, it's what they get to use, and that gives them a focal point. Yeah, so, yeah, and they'll talk about how the Capricorn, Scorpio, and Gemini work. Leave and it's their facial expressions, and and a lot of them are fans. They have things up on the back of the wall with charts, and I thought, you know, I suppose I could do that, but I thought. You know, I just sit back in my chair over there and I, I just, uh, I just answer the questions. I just, yeah, to it wouldn't be authentic to you to do that type of content. <laughs> you know, I did wear a funny wig for a while. That was very popular. 
And I got rid of that. I wore this great big wig just to be different. And I just decided that was enough. I'll, I'll be who I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, Halloween's coming up though. Next month you can. Interest yeah. Maybe I, maybe I, for Halloween, I ought to do something. I don't know. We'll have to think about something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. A yeah. lot of people like to do things where they dress up differently, either like once a week or every week or whatever in the house. Yeah, and they're very entertaining. But that, that I have to, I think that when you have, you got to have what what you feel akin to what feels right, not trying to copy and make other things happen. And I feel yeah. like I do well with being authentic. And one of the things I can't, I got to tell you about TikTok. You never know what your video is going to do. I think I have a hot topic. I may only get 10 or 20,000 views and that isn't a lot on there. And then I'll do one I'm not sure about and I'll get 2 million. Yeah, it's a hit and miss. I, the algorithm is always changing. When people say, oh, I know I mastered the algorithm. You I can't master it. There's no, no such thing. <laughs> There's no it such thing. It's always every changing. Day. I think yeah, it changes every day. It changes faster than astrology does. <laughs> it does, it does. And I think that um, if you have a hot topic, it's, it like picks up the hot topic of the day, you know. And one time on my phone, I thought something was wrong with, with my cell phone. The likes were coming in. I mean, I had like, that was why I had like 4 million on that, you know. But, you know, I'm, I, I like to have a lot of views. And I like, I like to have a lot because that's more, more people that want to order their astrology readings. And that's why I do live videos. I answer, I do a lot free. I give, you know, a lot of information free and they get 99% of the questions in the live video is I am a, who, how do I get along with this one? I'm a Gemini. How do I get along with the Scorpio? And it's the same question one after the other. Cause now, that's what we believe. When you're looking at compatibility, do you look at the top three signs or is it mainly like the, the which, which, which signs do you look at? I look at sun, moon, rising, and I use Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Okay. so All six of those. I use all out, six. Out of the ones that you might have known out of the, my signs, what do you think I'm compatible with so far? You got two earth signs. I'm going to say Tauruses are good and other Libras and also um, possibly Geminis. Um, I'm just looking, I'm thinking about not Aries. Aries are too much. And Aquarius is really square. Your sun is really, you know, but you might find Aquarius attractive. I don't know. So far from my experience, the water signs uh, and some of the air signs, uh, actually right about the earth signs being attracted to other earth signs. But most, I, I, a lot of times I'm attracted to cancer. And that would be, Okay, I okay. I'm sorry. I should have okay because it's square your moon sign, and so I I didn't like it for that reason. But your Taurus and Cancer that is the love match of the zodiac. Sun signs or whatever it is, it's the love. I call that the love match of the zodiac. It's the most powerful loving. You know that's really it. And um, I can see where you now that I now that you mention it, I just didn't want to mention it because of a, a particularly. It poses, it poses your sun sign and it squares your moon sign. And it, it's very good with your rising sign. And your rising okay. sign is, um, it, it's, but cancer is not good with the others. It, but it doesn't mean you can't have a good relationship. I tell people, it doesn't matter what your relationship is. If you communicate well or if you find a common ground, 
It doesn't, you know, and I always tell them, when I give you this information, all the other signs have the same thing. This is just the most that I have found experience from doing a lot of readings. Yeah, Taurus, you also said Taurus, right? For Yeah, I think because that's your rising sign. Yeah, I can yeah. see that we're, that's compatible with your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. That and also, also depends where Mercury is. I look at Mercury and Mars. I mean, Mercury is how well you communicate. Venus is your loving nature. And, and then there's Mars, which is your energy. And that's really mental, physical, emotional energy. I use that a lot to doing charts. Yeah, my ex was, uh, I think she was a Sagittarius sun. But that, that's all I know. I, we didn't get, she was very spiritual, but I didn't get into it, her chart at the time. Yeah, but I think Sagittarians can be, but they're also, they get their foot in their mouth a lot. They're kind of off the wall. And after a while, if you want to be who you are, it can drive you crazy. My dad's a Sagittarius, but he's, he's lost his path and he's on autopilot for the past probably more years than I've been born. So... Uh, it's kind of sad and depressing, but yeah, that's the way he is. See, so he works and he's whatever. He just hasn't changed anything. He's well, just... he's retired. He's been retired for many years, but uh, yeah, I have a I have a really big age gap in my family. But yeah, and your mom? My mom should be retired, but I I, th I think she's an Aries. But I don't know her other side because I don't have their they don't have their exact birthdays time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what, I don't know if I can discover their rising or not their rising, but their moon sign just by the birthday. I, th I think I can. No, you have to look it up. You have to, you have to go on someplace and put in information to get the birth, to get the moon because it changes two and a half days. You can't, and it has nothing to do with the sun sign or the rising sign where it is. But you don't need um, the exact time. Yeah, you actually, you do. And it should be, you can do it without. But there's always a chance it could be, there's a margin of error there because those oh, two okay. half days could happen at any time. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not like it's not like on the 24 hour. No, right. I, you know, I don't, I was thinking about that and it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, because it could be off a little bit. So, um, and I always have to have the place of birth. You can't do a chart without the place. That's the most important. Oh, okay. because of the time zones and stuff. Is there anything else you want to cover that I haven't covered? Let's see. Sip of water time. Um, <laughs> gosh, you know, there's probably hours and hours of conversation, but I feel like that I just want to, you know, if we're getting close to the end, is that there is value in having your chart read. And um, it's very, actually, it's the physical part of astronomy. We go, the planets are the same. They're in the same positions. They have names to them. And they have, we've, we've humanized it. And a lot of people are against it. It becomes a religious matter. And it really isn't. I certainly, I don't feel like that. It's just, it's a guide. I feel astrology is the guide. You know, and also, um, I my new website, which is really easy, is carolstarastrologer.com. Can't get easier than that. To know my name, carolstarastrologer.com. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much for for being our guest on uh, Enter the Metaverse. Unfortunately, my my co-host could not make it today. He doesn't make it to all of them now. He he he, he likes to ask a lot. He he's more well spoken than I am. I would say. He's, oh, he's, what's he's his birthday? Lot. What's his birthday? 
Oh, I don't. I, I think it's in July. I, I, I have his chart on my phone, but I don't have it with, I mean, no, I have it birthday. somewhere. Okay. I don't have it exactly, but. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, so I, I enjoyed, this was fun. You were fun to talk to. I loved, I liked analyzing your chart a little bit. That was kind of fun. And I like your refrigerator that I thought was a stove back there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the beginning and before. Yeah, you have a nice apartment. You keep it very nice. It looks very, is it a condo or apartment? This is a basement suite actually. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, it's not it's i'm actually my parents <laughs> oh okay yeah it's i'm not i'm not on my own but yeah um yeah thank you so much i would i have a lot more questions but i in the do the respect of time we're we're gonna wrap this up now i'll come back if you ask me i would love to have you on again eventually maybe maybe we'll do like a maybe i'll get a reading off your website one day and we'll go into it a little bit and talk okay. about how or how if the you want to do was. something when you want to forecast for the year for next year we can do we can talk about that next what's going time to be happening with the planets you know when the planets are changing and what's going to be going on around december january or whatever yeah I'll we can happy. talk about we can talk about my forecast okay off, like in like maybe like a personal reading sometime soon yes i'm going to charge you too yeah sounds that's perfect no, I'm that's, you know i'm teasing you oh i'm okay <laughs> please don't take me seriously because i just always have to have a joke somewhere in there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right thank you so much carol before we i'm before i i'm gonna end the recording and then you can we can talk for a little bit and then uh okay yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode of enter the metaverse and you can find us at enter or sorry the dash meta dash verse.com or the underscore meta underscore verse at instagram or twitter and Thank you so much for listening and take care.